Hi, this is Juris Elias, Chief Strategist at Tricio Investment Advisors. And today I'm speaking with James Chu, our Head of Investment Solutions. And Hi, Jerry. <laughs> hey, James. And we're going to be talking about structured products and more importantly, barriers. What do they mean? How can they help you? How can they hurt you? And in general, things we need to keep in mind when we actually talk about structured products with barriers. Is that okay, okay. James? Yeah, of course, it's okay. So that is fine. I actually got a slide. If you want, but remember, this is a podcast, so you have to describe what's on the slide as well. Okay. So the three columns. I'll let you. I'll let you do it because you're more experienced than me on this. Okay. Yeah. There's three columns. Yeah. The first one is um, barrier option type. Yeah. Then you have the second column or middle column is price of the underlying asset, and then the third column yeah. is the payout from option. So the barrier yeah. option type, you have down and input. That's what we're going to be talking Correct. about right now. Yeah. Yeah, then the next one will be the up and out, up and out core, I think. Okay. Just, so I could, just maybe, and, yep, I could see it now. Oops. I was going to say, what is a down and, just for people who don't know, what is a down and input? What does that mean? Down and input basically is is from an option world. And basically, a put option usually give you, if you are a buyer of the option, give you protection. So if the market falls or the underlying asset fall, then you got paid. It's like a hedging or insurance policy. So no. it's one of those things where in the vernacular it says it gives you the right but not the obligation, correct? Correct. To sell something at a pre-agreed price. And this pre-agreed price, usually called a strike, is higher than the current price. Otherwise, why exercise the put? Okay, so let's say right now we're looking at the S&P 500, which is ahead of the Fed meeting 3870 or so. Mm -hmm. And if I buy a 3600, let's say three-month down and in put. Yep. What does that mean? Well, basically, the if you, let, let's rewind a little bit first. Let's say three thousand six hundred. You said that. Yep. So I could buy a put option that is have a strike or exercise price of three thousand six hundred. That's right. If, and let's say it's a one month option. So at the end of one month, if the market is below three thousand six hundred, you exercise the put, you sell. And at a level is 3,600, even though the market is 3,400 for, argue, for argument's sake. So it make, potentially makes the money. Yes. yes. Or if you already have S&P, you also have to put the 200 points basically offset your losses. That's so, good. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Now, it's an insurance policy. As you and I know, insurance policy always costs money. That's correct. That would be the option pre Correct. So in the current market, everyone is scrambling to try to buy put. Higher demand means higher price. So your premium is quite expensive. So that makes sense. Yep. Yep. Now, how do I make it cheaper? That's when the down and in comes in. Basically, it means that if you buy the put option now, and let's say I have this KI barrier, means not in barrier. Basically, usually set below the strike. So let's say it's 3,500 for argument's sake. So what it means is that actually that your put option is not alive. Look at the third column. If it's not knocking, when it's knocking, is the underlying price is below the barrier. So between now and the end of, say, one month, if the index never drops below 3,500, your put option is not alive. So 
that means that actually you think about it is that actually I want to protect it my my uh, my portfolio or I bet that the market is fall will fall, but I actually thinks that it will be likely to fall below three thousand five hundred by taking a wheel. You make the option price cheaper. Okay, that makes a lot of sense, James. Yeah. So in, if that's the case, let's say I buy it and then actually. The, the index never dropped below 3,500, then fine. I lose some money, but it's not a lot of money. Uh, but the option is cheaper as well. So net net is okay for me. But if my view is correct, it drops below 3,500, then you actually get your put option. You could exercise a put option. And you basically, in that case, like the case I just said, 3,400, then you pick up 200 points. Okay, so that's one way to do it. And Correct. that is basically the down and input, right? Correct. Now, let me just go back and say the two things as well to say. First thing is that you could actually monitor that index or the debt barrier. You could monitor it every minute, or you could monitor it once a day, once a week, or only at maturity. The more you monitor it, obviously, the more likely that actually the barrier will be will be touched and therefore it will be slightly more ex slightly more expensive for the option. Got you got me on that one? Yeah, that makes sense as well. So yeah. basically that would be in the in the terms of the strategy, it would say how often that barrier is monitored. Correct. Yeah. Now you and I work in the currency world quite a little bit, and we know that actually currency options, they have these similar barriers, knock-in as well, and they tend to monitor it tick by tick because the market on, uh, on currency market is literally uh, 24 hours, but for indices or stocks tend, tend to be more likely to be daily close, sometimes only at maturity as well. When it's at maturity, that barrier for some reason is called European barrier. Probably the I guess that would be like uh, the version between American options yeah. and European options. Exactly. For If you monitor more frequently, let's say it is daily, then it's American. Maybe the derivatives guy think that Americans are working harder than Europeans. <laughs> it could be that, or it might be something. Yeah. Else. <laughs> now, the second point I want to say is that why I talk a lot about the options is because you could take this feature and put it into structured products. And the way to do it is basically is that it's similar in a way that something is not going to be triggered unless it's down, the market is down. And usually that's what we call soft protection. You get hard protection, you always get 100% of capital back and the structural product matures. But you could have this dang and need feature of soft protection, such that actually, if the index falls below the barrier, triggering it, and is end below the strike level or the starting level of the index, you lose money, you lose protection. Now, you build a condition to your protection Again, your insurance is now a little bit more conditional. Therefore, you get better terms for the product. Okay. Now, is there any place in the structured product world where somebody would be selling a down and input? And by somebody, I mean a retail client. My suspicion is not. Is that correct? You're correct. Now, a lot of people will basically say, because their options embedded or similar features embedded or programmed, 
uh, into the structured product. Therefore, you're selling these put options. The reality is no. The feature is there, but you never do this. You basically use that economic price of that bang-in option and put it into the pricing model and make sure that you get the terms pick up in terms of the payout. Okay, so that, that makes a lot more sense. Thank you, yeah. James. Now, besides down and in, there's the other type, right? Yeah, let me just move to the next slide. It's called up and out. Okay. Yeah, I usually say it's just like a boxer, two boxers uh, fighting each other. You got hit, you got knocked out. And then obviously, <laughs> <laughs> and obviously it's a similar thing. Now, this is now, if you think about what we talk about put option is to do with downside protection or capital protection when you actually put into such a product as well. And up and out code is to do with the upside. In other words, return. Now, let's say you use the S&P again. I'm bullish now. I think actually the world is going to be good again. Doesn't matter about the Fed, inflation, etc. It's going to rise in the next six months. I buy a six-month call option at 3,600. Now, obviously, if at end of six months, the market is above that strike level, you make money. You exercise the option. You get the right to actually sell. Well, actually, sorry, you get the right to buy the index at 3,600. Now, again, to make it cheaper, what you want to do is actually say that being a condition again, being a wheel, and basically say that actually I think it's going to be higher than 3,600, but it won't be higher than 3,800. If it touches 3,800, depending on the monitoring frequency of the barrier, if it touches it, the option get knocked out. You don't have any ups, the option is not alive anymore. You don't enjoy any upside gain. You don't even get that bit between 36 and 38? No. That's wiped out? Now, you sometimes, actually, a lot of these actually have a rebate. So you basically say, we got knockout. So just like in the boxing world, yeah, you got knockout, you probably get a small medal in that of this big medal or big cup or whatever. It's a small medal. And that medal, maybe say you get 2% or 3% back. Okay. So this is how using an up and out call or various up and out, up and out calls, you can construct something for aimed at, let's say, retail savers, where you say, look, if you know you, you get participation in the FTSE 100, let's say, mm -hmm. and if it goes up, let's say, 6% over the next five years, mm -hmm. you get paid whatever. But mm -hmm. if it goes up faster than this, then you get mm -hmm. a smaller percentage, and, it's, and this structure is no longer in place. Is that correct? Yeah, I think the, the, the easiest way to think about it is, let's say, using your FUSI 100 example, and basically say that actually, uh, let's say if I price up a capital protective structure linked to FUSI 100, and is the participation rate is 60%. So every 1% growth of the index, you got 60 basis point at maturity of the product. So on 60%. Now I say I want it higher. So how do you do it? One way to do it is to what we call capping the return. And using an up and out call, you cap the return by saying that I don't think it will ever be higher than 8,000. I'm just making the number up. So you put that in, and you, if your view is correct, actually, then you will get payout. The option is cheaper, and what you get is a higher participation rate. 
you may get 100% participation on the growth. But you know that if the index hit 8,000, you will only get a fixed return. Okay, that, that, that makes sense intuitively. Yeah. But how do you put a floor in place? So let's say you get that same FTSE 100 investor, but he doesn't want to lose a lot of money if it starts falling, let's say 5% over the next three years. He, he, he doesn't really want to bear that pain. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, How would mm -hmm. the structured product work for him? Is that like a down and in or something? Yeah, you could combine both. So you could actually, usually what I've seen is that uh, the up and out call uh, or the one way of capping the return usually is using what I call high protection product. So you, no matter what happened, you got, let's say, 100% capital back or 98 or 95% capital back. So no matter what happened, you got that. And then you got the upside that is linked to a percentage, let's say 100%, 60%, 80% of the rise of the index. That's usually what happened. When you cap it, that means that when it hit the barrier, you got knockout and then you got the uh, a fixed return instead. So that's what it is. But you can also combine it and actually you say, okay, I don't mind actually having a soft protection feature. So I have a down and input with a very deep barrier, like 60% of starting level or 70% of starting level that allows the index to fall up to 30% or 40%. And using that, you could even get more better terms. You combine it with up and out call. Okay, so by the combination of these, you get some of the upside or potentially quite a lot of the upside and you get some protection from a calamitous fall. That, Correct. Okay. You think about it, what I'm doing, despite all the terminologies here, what I'm trying to build is to build in conditions. The simplest product is high protection, 100% capital back, and you get a growth. You want more growth, you either take some risk to your capital using soft protection feature. If you want even better, better upside, you basically say, I want to be in a wheel and that the index or the stock or whatever the underlying is will not go above that barrier. So that is how you build things with structured products. Remember, the more specific your wheel is, the more likely that you get better terms. But remember, at the same time, these better terms may have a low probability of happening because your Conditions are so tight. Those are really good points to make, James. Thank you. Okay. So again, just like the uh, soft protection feature, this up and out uh, or the capping also have different monitoring frequency. You can monitoring intraday, every day, or only a maturity. Fantastic, James. Uh, anything else that we should be touching on in terms of the barriers in this brief? Uh... No, I think that's 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 it. I think it's still puppery. Take it sounds very jargony but as i said the whole thing is translated into market views you actually advising a client to buy structured products look at what actually the conditions are there to give the clients a return and then basically say okay is the client will and also your market will align with the product if that's the case then maybe it's good product for them and you need to keep monitoring this the barriers may get bridged on the soft protection side or on the cap side. You need to keep monitoring this and make sure that if there's a likelihood that these barriers are touched, you may want to sell the product early. That makes a lot of sense. Thank you, James. Thank you very much.
All right, we'll have another conversation about other ideas in the structured product world at some stage over the coming months. Thank you. Sure, of course. Thank you.